podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K, also known as No Tracers on Instagram as well as YouTube. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast, everybody. If you're new to the show, please hit the subscribe button. And if you're a veteran listener and you like the show, please leave a rating and feedback on the show. It helps us grow on the iTunes charts, especially Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify doesn't really have a rating system, but Apple Podcasts does. And if you do leave a rating and feedback, I will be sending you a signed photo print from an abandoned place that I have explored. So this week, I'm bringing back a guest that I had on my podcast a year ago, almost to the date. On November 27th, 2020, I had big banks on the podcast. And over the past year, he has done some absolutely incredible things. He's gotten into urban exploring full time, left his job, and he's doing this full time traveling around the world to explore abandoned places. And since the last time we talked, Boy, does he have some stories to share with you guys, and I cannot wait to jump into this episode so you can hear all of his crazy adventure stories. Before we get into it, just a couple things. So I actually put out a photography book called No Tracers, An Urban Explorer's Diary. It is a coffee table book full of my photos and stories from abandoned places that I've explored around the world. So if you guys want to support what I do and support this podcast, there's a couple ways you can do so. You can pick up a book, you can pick up a duffel bag, a backpack, hat, shirt, hoodie, bomber jacket. There's a lot of cool merch that I've made for you guys. So if you want to pick any of that up, head to just the letter k.com slash no tracers. I'm trying to get that migrated over to no tracers.com where my blog lives. So that's another website if you guys are interested in seeing more of my content. Uh, but I do have a new YouTube channel called No Tracers where I will be uploading my urban exploring content from now on. I wanted to separate it from the Just the Letter K YouTube channel, which is more vlogs and travel adventure content, and uh, just have one that's directly urban exploring based. So that is No Tracers on YouTube. If you want to go over there and subscribe, I'll put a link down in the description. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Next thing I need to let you know is that we have a partner on this podcast, and that is Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, don't worry, because I've got an ad for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint. Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid Death, murder your thirst. So if you would like 10% off your order at liquiddeath.com, if you want to get a case of water delivered to you every week, there's a way to set that up. Go to liquiddeath.com, use code just the letter K for 10% off, and you'll you'll receive a discount. Super cool. Thank you, Liquid Death, for partnering with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the water. It's great. I love it. So without further ado, Big Banks, welcome back to the show. Please just introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. 
So my name is Big Banks. I go by Big Banks. Um, I am an urban explorer from Oklahoma. Uh, I do, you know, the YouTube, the Instagram, all that, TikTok. And I travel the world, and it's uh, been a crazy ride so far. <laughs> so you've been on the show before, and we talked about your beginnings and everything. And if people want to check that out, they can go back and listen to that episode. But uh, since we last spoke, you've been just blowing up all over TikTok, YouTube, like you you've blossomed, my friend. So tell me tell me about that growth. Tell me like what really popped off for you and what made it kind of click with the algorithm. Well, it's it's been crazy. Um like the TikTok stuff, I started let's see. I know, I know I was doing TikTok when we did the first podcast, but it wasn't like how it is now. <laughs> um yeah. I think I had maybe 100k or less than 100k followers on tiktok and now i've posted i think it was three or four videos that got well over 10 million views and i think two specifically got over 40 million views and those two just blew up my page like to 1.7 million now and it's just been it's been insane so i've had to like you know, up my game a little bit and travel a lot more and go to crazier places. And, uh, but it's really helped my YouTube, you know, too, at the same, at the same time. Um, in just a year I've gained, um, I want to say a hundred thousand subscribers. Wow. So it's been, it's been just crazy. (laughs) Just nonstop. Every time we talk on Instagram, you're like, "Oh, I'm over in fucking Turkey," or like, <laughs> "You're like on your way to go somewhere else." And it's, I think that's so cool, and I love that, you know, you're doing this pretty much full time now. Like, this is all you do is explore abandoned. And I mean, what's that been like for you to kind of transition into this from from how it was before to to where it is now? Well, going from you know like a nine to five to straight up just doing whatever I want was like, I don't know, it's still crazy to me. And it's, I still can't really wrap my head around it fully uh, because like everything is so much different. Like I can just pick and choose whenever I actually have to work, like technically work. I guess you don't call it work if you're having fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like it all started and it really started when, with, uh, I think it was COVID. Yeah, in 2020, like July of 2020. Um my wife had gotten COVID. I was working at a dispensary, a marijuana dispensary in Oklahoma. And uh, she had got COVID and I called and I was like, Hey, I can't come in. And they were like, well, we're just going to let you go. <laughs> I was like, wow. What? I was like, wow. Okay. Damn. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm just going to ride this unemployment out a little bit and explore as much as I can. So I just like drove everywhere every single weekend and uh, did as many spots as I possibly could. And it kind of just like stayed with that uh, ever since. And then my wife, you know, she's got a, she's a flight attendant now. So that's been a blessing. Like I can fly anywhere. (laughs) That's amazing, man. Like I love, I love hearing that you can just like get up and go. And, you know, first of all, a dispensary in Oklahoma seems like an oxymoron because it's such a weird place. And I grew up there. myself with it being like highly illegal and now it's like dispensaries everywhere you know it's crazy just to think about that but they're on um, every corner (laughs) everywhere man it's nuts um 
I'm about to drive through there actually on my way to Nashville, so that should be interesting. But um, oh, I haven't been back be awesome. in, in years. <laughs> I haven't been back in years, so it's it's gonna be a trip to go through there. But uh, for you, like with this rise and with the your content kind of blowing up, like what what do you want to do? Like where do you want to take it? What are your goals now? Well, I mean, I've I don't know. Like I've done quite a bit of spots that I've had on my bucket list now. I mean, obviously there's still, you know, some, and I don't think like, I don't want it to be, I don't think I want it to be like abandoned forever. You know, obviously I'm going to be doing that probably forever, but I don't want that to be all of my content and stuff because at the same time, I really just enjoy traveling like Turkey, even though I was there doing the abandoned stuff, like seeing the culture and seeing how nice everybody actually is over there, like compared to what everybody's told me in America, like my parents, my family, like everybody's saying like, don't go there. It's bad. And I'm like, I don't think so. So, you know, I went there and everything's just amazing. And I did that with Europe too. And then like, it kind of made me think like, I really want to make videos of just me traveling too. You know, maybe make a second channel or maybe incorporate it into some of these abandoned places um, but like, I don't know. I just really want to transition over into making more travel videos as well as the abandoned. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. cause traveling is all part of doing the exploring too. Like you have to go somewhere else that you're not used to, to even find the bando. And then, you know, you got to see what it's like in the area that you're in. So like all around America, I'm seeing new cities and stuff. And I kind of just want to walk around the city after I do the explores and just kind of check out what the cities and areas have to offer. Whoa. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I do like when I travel, I do uh, abandoned, but I also do these like POV photography videos where I just walk around the city and take photos of stuff in the city. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, a cool way to get to know the area you're in. And I mean, I love that you want to do other stuff besides just abandoned. I think that that's cool and that's your roots, but I think it's cool to also expand and do other stuff to kind of show that you're more than just the guy that explores the abandoned stuff. So, um, tell me, tell me about that trip to Turkey. Actually, I'm super curious about that. Oh (laughs) man, that one, that trip was crazy. (laughs) So first off, like getting there, um, my luggage was lost in Chicago. So I get there and my luggage didn't even leave Chicago. So I'm chilling in Istanbul, the airport, and I'm like looking for my luggage everywhere. And then I have to like go to the people that don't really know English and, you know, do Google Translate and be like, hey, my luggage is not here. Where is it at? (laughs) And then like they're getting in contact with the airport and they're like, oh, it's still in Chicago. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) And my first destination was the Disney castles over there which is over three hours away from the airport. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go buy some clothes or something over here. And like, you know me, I'm a big guy. So Turkey doesn't have big people like that. So (laughs) like for me to get any clothes that are similar to my size, I had to get a 7XL over there. Whoa. 7XL. (laughs) And it was still too small. (laughs) Like, oh my God. and so my friend, uh, Explomo, he picked me up and he was like, all right, let's go to a mall. So we went to the mall and we bought some clothes. I think I bought like three or four outfits. Uh, 
and then we drove all the way over um, to the Disney castles, which is like in the mountains and stuff. And this was just kind of our first little adventure. We had, I think five locations pinned or four locations pinned, but they were all like super big. Like they were all going to be like missions to do. So I was okay with just doing like four places. Um, so we went, we go to the Disney castles and we actually meet a guy there. Like, and this is what I mean. Like the, this guy was absolutely incredible. His name, his name is engine. And, uh, he was, okay. he was just chilling at the top of this hill over the overlooks, the castles, just smoking a cigarette. And we like went up to him. We thought he was like security and he was just, he ended up being so nice. And he told us like how to get in and everything like that, even though he's never been in himself. <laughs> He just said, oh, yeah, around the back. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, my God. All right. And then he let us stay at his house. And then he cooked his food Whoa. and everything like that. And that was like a total different experience for me. I have never, ever done anything like that in my life. And him, he didn't know very much English, but we commuted, communicated with him through Google Translate, and it worked out so well. But the next day, we went to the Disney castles, and we actually tried to get permission first. We were like... Um, is there any way like we can pay you like to, cause our currency is worth more over there. Um, so I was like, yeah. can we pay you to like, just walk around this place? And they said 2000 us dollars. And I was like, nah, <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, uh, the next day we just snuck in in the morning. Uh, it was raining. It was like such a mission, but it was so like surreal being there. Cause like you've seen the videos of that place and like the pictures there's... Of course, I was supposed to go there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I was supposed to go there in 2019, but then COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually happy. Like once I saw that Turkey was open, I was like, oh man, we got to we gotta plan a trip. <laughs> so <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we get in the castles. I mean, it's amazing. We walk around the whole place. Uh, then we get out. You know, it, it was pretty easy for i mean getting in was kind of hard because of the rain and the mud like it was insane amount of mud um like like it was pissing me off like how much mud there was <laughs> and uh me having no clothes like not i'm not comfortable at all so yeah. it was like it was kind of stressful the whole time but that explorer was absolutely incredible and i'm that's actually one of my videos that uh went viral on tiktok recently Mm -hmm. um, I think it got 11 million views and it got featured on like many, many articles. <laughs> so TikTok is just crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Like I've never seen growth like that or anything like that. It's insane. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand the algorithm. It's just <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I th honestly, I think it's all about the song you use and if it goes well yeah. with, you know, the place. So I think I use sweet dreams by like, Perfect. uh, Marilyn Manson, I think, is that? Yep, yep, yeah, 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 and it worked out so well because it's like this just giant. There's like 500 castles out here, <laughs> just all abandoned. Wow, that's so cool. And so, what, like, walk me through that place because it's massive. Like, how long were you there? Like, what was that like for you? Um, I want to say we were there for like four or five hours. Um, it was raining the whole time, so we were like, security's not going to come through here. <laughs> So we felt like good about walking around, but you know, our cameras were getting wet and everything, but, uh, you know, you don't have to be in there that long because every castle is exactly the same. 
uh, but there's like a mall that's True. in the middle. It's right, like right. a giant mall, but you know, none of that's anywhere close to being finished, but it's really cool to just like walk over there and look at it. And then, you know, you're in this big mountainous area. It's all mountains all around you everywhere wow. and no other buildings except for the castles. And you see castles that are way up high on the mountain. You see castles that are down low in a valley. Like it's just insane. Like you walk through there and it's, it feels like a dream, honestly. Damn. That's, it's such an interesting place. Like that they just built this place up and then they were like, Nope, we're, we're good. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not going to do this anymore. And they just left the whole, the whole damn place. Yeah. Everything. I think it was uh 200 million dollars. And uh, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I think the guy right now is actually in like twenty-seven million dollars in debt, and uh, they, he actually has another uh, ghost town that's literally thirty minutes up the road from the Disney castles, and it's no the way. same type of thing. And uh, they they're not as cool looking, but there's still there's like a hundred and fifty of them. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Like. Dude is like the fire fest of development. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! So uh, you had mentioned that you you got ticket recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you can you share that story or is it like a pending? So no, yeah, I can share it. The ticket was actually at Sick. was actually right after Turkey, right? Like literally, I think it was the day after I got back. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I'm back. Uh, I don't really have jet lag, so I'll, I'll go do a little explore, you know. And there's this <laughs> water park just in Ohio that I'm like, everybody's done before. And I'm like, I'll just go up there. It seems pretty easy. Nobody else has ever had trouble. You know, walk up there. There's no, tra- there's not any trespassing signs. The gate's kind of laying down. So I was like, oh, we'll just walk up there. You know, we filmed the whole thing. And then as we're leaving, this lady pulls up and it's she's the owner. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So, like, she waits until I get off of the property onto the road to, like, come yell at me and say, you know, you're trespassing, right? And I'm like, oh, I mean, like, yeah, we just went and take some pictures. I didn't see any signs or anything. And she was like, well, it's probably because you ripped them down. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't rip anything down. And then she, like, said that I was stealing stuff and everything like that. And I was like, you weren't even here. Wow. I was like, I can show you everything right now. And she's like, well, the cops are on their way. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I, just, I was, I knew the cops were going to show up before I got to my car because it was I parked too far away. So I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, whatever happens, happens. So I just uh, walked to my car, and it was me and my friend. And she pulls up and blocks my car in, but the cops are already there. So I'm like, well. <laughs> and the cops ended up being really cool. They were, they even subscribed to my channel. Like they thought it was cool, and they, <laughs> they tried to convince her to not press charges. They were like, um these guys are like, like never gotten in trouble before ever. And I don't think you need to press charges on them. And she was just like screaming at him. Like, no, make an example out of these guys. They're trespassing Jesus. on my property. These are worse. These people are worse than the heroin acts that come here. And I was like, what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you, this lady is crazy. And then like the lady went back to her car and the cop came up to me and he was like, he the cop was telling me that she's crazy and i was like yeah i can see <laughs> he was like i really don't want to do this to you but i have to listen to her <laughs> i was like i know it's all Aww. good so he gave us he had, he had to give us a ticket and honestly i could have talked my way out of it but she was just so yeah. she was such a lunatic that i was just like oh, i'll just pay it and get it over with 
And yeah. yeah, I probably could have fought it though, but I just didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> no, not worth it. Just pay it off and be done with it. Yeah. But seems to be a better way. But that was like, that was literally right after Turkey, right after Turkey. And in Turkey, I had gotten caught by the police too, which was wow, not cool. Can you still hear me? Sorry, my computer yeah, yeah, went off I for a second. You. Um, You're good. Yeah. The, we got caught in Turkey as well, which was a very, very scary experience. <laughs> so with that one there was this uh abandoned well it's, i guess it's not technically abandoned they're scrapping it it's a cruise ship a uh, carnival Whoa. carnival cruise ship um and I, i'm not sure if you've heard of exploring the unbeaten path uh, i have but he he got on that boat and we were like okay so if he did it we can do it <laughs> so and that wasn't the case really <laughs> so uh we get there we like um i don't know if i can say like exactly what we did but i'll just say we got there we were on the property and everything because they like invest they're probably still investigating this thing <laughs> sure obviously they're not going to do anything because you know i'm in america <laughs> but right what are they going to do we need to expedite this guy uh, to turkey so that we can like charge him. come on exactly so like we get there we walk down and the thing about this place is, is it's a, uh, it's, there's an oil rig next to it and mm. there's all these boats. There's like multiple different companies out here and there's a bunch of cruise ships, but there's only one that's like not scrapped yet. And it's the carnival, I think inspiration. And, um, we see the boat and we're walking over there. We get by the oil rig and we're just walking on like the edge of the water. And then uh, a security guard came up and, you know, he's yelling at us in Turkish. We can't really understand what he's saying. And then we explained to him, like, we just want to take pictures of the boat. Like, we were like, oh, we, we just want to take pictures of the outside of the boat at night. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he, like, pointed us in the way of the boat. So we thought we were, like, free and clear. Yeah. Well, then we walk closer to the boat. And then three other security guards come over there. One has a shotgun on his back. <laughs> oh, my God. And they're all yelling at us in Turkish. And we can't understand what they're saying. And uh, it was just, uh, it, was not, it was not fun. And then the head of security came over there. He was really mad and he was just asking us how we got in we told him we went in this certain way it really wasn't the certain it really wasn't but right you, you know just said whatever. Yeah, yeah. and uh he took pictures of us he took pictures of our rental car and he let us go and we thought like oh everything's good like he even smiled and shook our hand afterwards and we thought okay we're good so we stayed the night in that town and then um we actually uh got a hotel and then the next day we were going to go ask for permission while everybody was working. Mm. So we get there and they say like, Oh, it's possible to get permission. Um, but you have to email this company. So it won't be like for a few weeks. And we were like, well, we probably won't get uh. to explore this trip then. And then we drive, uh, I think seven hours back to engine, which is over by the Disney castles. Cause we had to get drone mm -hmm. footage cause we couldn't fly the drone in the rain. Well, we get to engines at about like 11 PM at night. And he's cook he cooked us food and everything. We were eating, we were editing photos. And engine comes in and he's like, uh, policeman is at the door. And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. And we were freaking out because we thought it was for the theme park that we had done, which is a whole another big story in itself, uh, that I'll explain. <laughs> but uh this we went outside and they patted us down and they took us to the police station and we were there for five hours whoa yeah in the middle of the night at turkey in the small little turkish town um, 
And, uh, oh my gosh, can you hear that beep when it does that? No. Sorry, somebody messaged me and it's just so loud. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're there for like five hours and uh, they just like question us and like, what, what were you doing there? How'd you get in? Blah, 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 blah. Because they thought we were spies. <laughs> <That's the thing>. <laughs> <laughs> they legit thought we were spies. <laughs> so I was like, um, no, uh, we're not spies. We're just YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's, mm. And uh, they they just questioned us and everything. Um, me and me and Explomo. And then at the end of all of this, after sitting there, me freaking out for five hours, um, they they want pictures with us, like selfies, uh, mm. because I'm an American, and it's not too often they probably see an American in their police station in this small town. Right. <laughs> And then a guy from the Netherlands. So I was like, this is crazy. So we <laughs> we go back home and everything's good. So I was like, uh, it was just a gnarly experience. Damn, that's crazy. Okay, tell me about this theme park. I'm so excited right now. Okay, so uh, this theme park is probably hands down the best location in the world right now. <laughs> In my opinion, okay. I don't think there's another location in the world that can top this that's known about. <laughs> like, besides like maybe Fukushima or something like that. Like, sure. this theme park is Nara Dreamland times 500, I think. <laughs> wow. So, this place is the second largest theme park in Europe. Or, no, it's the second largest theme park in the world. Um, it's the largest theme park in Europe. And it opened in 2019 and closed only like maybe 10 months, 11 months later uh, because they couldn't pay the electricity bill and they weren't getting enough business. And, you know, the country is run by uh, some people don't some people say he's a dictator. Um, I don't really know too much about it, but yeah, that place is wild um they couldn't afford the electricity bill this place was 750 million dollars there's over 17 or 18 roller coasters or something like that uh there's a giant massive massive dinosaur building that's like all these dinosaur statues um dinosaur rides a whole jungle that you walk through like it's it's the most incredible location I've ever seen in my life. And we didn't even get to see all of it because there's so much security. There was a, I think we spent a whole half of the day, the day before driving around it, just looking like, where is security at? Where could we go in at? Like, what would be the best yeah. way to do this? It's Cause only I've only seen one other person ever do this place. And it was some person from Russia. And I was like, okay, and it was, I was like, we can, we can do this. And we drove around. We saw, I think, eight security guards surrounding the entire place. And we actually were like, okay, let's see if we can ask one of the security guards if we can, like, get let in, like, permission. Like, maybe we'll even, like, try to pay him or something. And we figured it's probably going to go the same way as the Disney castles go. But, you know, we can try. And, uh... We actually walk into the parking lot and we just are walking around just looking and the security guard comes up to us and he's talking in Turkish, but he's already being super nice. 
and he brings us into his shack and he feeds us peanuts. <laughs> he's like what? talking up. He's like telling my friend Explomo that he looks like Brad Pitt <laughs> and he should be in movies and stuff like that. And he's talking about the Turkish government. And uh, he was talking, he was actually talking about how much he liked Donald Trump. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a little strange. Interesting. <laughs> and then, um, he uh, was smoking cigarettes with, with uh, like, he just like offering us cigarettes and everything. And he, he was like, no, it's forbidden to go in there. He said, uh, the only person allowed in there is the president of Turkey. And we were like, oh. oh, my gosh, this is serious. But he gave us so much information that helped us with infiltrating this place. <laughs> um, so basically, the next day, I think it was like three or four in the morning we go and park somewhere we have to walk like on this really narrow path um right next to the highway but we're kind of like down in a ditch in a way where they can't see us and the gate is kind of tall i think it's like a nine foot gate and it's like all concrete and then there's like some bars at the top and getting over that was kind of tough but once we got over that we got into the buildings and the first thing you see is just this massive indoor roller coaster and it's like a, it's like a dragon themed roller coaster, and I was like, "This is, this is already gonna be a freaking banger." <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, we were scared the whole time because we were like, "We don't know if any, we know security's outside. We don't know if there's any that post up inside." So, I think we spent eight hours in this place, in this wow. in this theme park, and most of it's indoors. So that's a good thing. A lot of the rides are indoors. And I think the best part about it was the uh, dinosaur area because it's the biggest building there. It's three sections. It's like these three giant circular domes. And you walk into one and it's like all these, I think one area was like Flintstones themed. Like all these rides were all Flintstones. And then you go into one and it's just like, there's like 80 foot statues of of, uh, T-Rexes and long necks and all that stuff. Like everything is just, like prehistoric in there and it's like a jungle you walk through and all these giant uh t-rex roller coaster rides and everything like that and i was like this is this is wild and the whole time i was like this video i'm not even going to be talking a lot like i'm just i'm just in the moment here and uh we get outside and everything i think leaving was the worst part though because after we explored everything because we didn't get to see it all. There's there's a lot of other stuff that we that we missed, but it's because it's too close to security, like too close yeah. for comfort there. Because we don't know the law in Turkey, and some of my Turkey videos, they're like, you better watch out if you come back to Turkey. They could really <laughs> get you with this. And Ooh. I was like, oh, and that's just on like a house there, <laughs> damn, not the theme park that's owned by the president, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, uh, getting out was kind of the same deal. Uh, climbing that fence in the same same area but what what sucked is that since it was raining all day my shoes had gotten some mud on them and I didn't have my boots I had my vans so you know there's like no traction on on vans Um, Mm -hmm. so my friend Explomo he goes over the fence somebody spots him getting over the fence and uh, he's yelling and he calls the police and we were freaking out and I couldn't get over the fence because my shoes were sliding on the wall like you have to basically use the traction of your shoe to pull yourself up onto the wall to get onto the ledge and everything like that. And mine kept slipping and 
Explomo was like, you got to get over here. You got to get over here. And I was like, dude, I can't, I can't, <laughs> like I'm freaking out. And thank goodness I see a like cinder block sitting off to the side and I prop it up and I, it gives me like a, a couple, a little bit more leverage and I get over it real quick. And then we just run to the car and we were good. We like got out of there home free. And I was like, we just did probably the best place ever in the world right now. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's amazing, dude. Holy crap. Like I love hearing that, like the, the stories behind this stuff. Cause like you can put this in a video, but like, it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same as hearing the actual like full story. Have you thought about doing like story time videos? Yeah. 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 I really want to do more of those on TikTok. Like, uh, yeah. and I want to do one whole YouTube video of all the times that I've like had close calls or like other things, you know, like, uh, the times I did get caught and all the times mm-hmm. that like I've gotten really scared, things like that. And I think people would really enjoy that. I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, I've done a couple of them and they do pretty well, like on, on TikTok especially, but I think the long form stuff on YouTube, especially since you have all this content and all this footage, you could really like do some cool stuff with that. Um, so like, what do you have coming up? Like, what are your next adventures that you're planning to go on? So I just got back from Alabama like yesterday and I think my next trip is going to be probably somewhere down South again. Um, I haven't been, planning a lot of like overseas trips yet i think january though january and february i'm going to be going to the uk um nice. i have a few friends there that uh, want to show me around and stuff and once japan opens up i am booking a flight <laughs> uh you and me both let's go <laughs> like for real i am booking a flight there because you know i want to see that one billionaire's mansion um, mm-hmm. I want to see all the theme parks they have and Japan this is just loaded with stuff. And I've talked to, uh, bros of decay about going there together and yeah. he's done Fukushima. He's done, you know, battleship Island. And yeah. it would be one of those things where, you know, we get to see all of that stuff, like bucket list stuff. And, uh, Definitely. it would just be like the trip of a lifetime to go to Japan. But as far as like up in the Reese, my, you know, upcoming trips would be like, I think I'm just going to go down south again because there's so much down south. You know, the northeast is full of explorers. And, like, no, like, hate to the northeast or anything, but, like, there's too many. (laughs) There's too many of y'all over there. (laughs) Like, like too many northeast explorers over there. Everybody's hitting the same stuff. Not really any new stuff popping Mm -hmm. up a lot anymore. Like, you see the same stuff being posted over and over again. And I think south is kind of a little bit untouched like un, uncharted more. Um, right. I really want to see more of the West coast though. I feel like there's not a lot of explorers out there. You know, there's you and there's a few other people. I think ginger snaps is one of them, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yep. There, there's a few other people out there that have been just killing it with stuff like, and I would love to come to the West coast. I've never been over there. So I may wow. make a little trip to California soon. <laughs> yeah. It's, the the thing about California is like once you've seen it, like you feel like you've seen all of it. You know, really? there's it doesn't feel like there's like a ton of shit like on the East Coast or in the South. You know, I feel like there's like the water park and the hospital and the mall and the asylum, and that's like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like I feel the like big ones. You know, I feel like there's states though, like going towards there that haven't really 
you don't really hear a lot of uh, urbex, mm-hmm. and you know, like I want to say, like I feel like Montana would have something cool, or I feel like uh, yeah. like Utah could have some cool stuff, or uh, right. what's some other states I'm trying to think of? I've, even Nebraska, like who knows? You know, you never know because you don't see explorers out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's got to be there's stuff everywhere. You know, there's got to be more more out there. Yeah, that's and that's what I mean. Like there's I think there's more explorers over in the Northeast. That's why there's so many spots popping up in the Northeast, mm. but like you don't see anybody that's from, you know, the mid, what, like closer to California, closer to the, to the West side or even the South. I mean, there's, there are a lot of South explorers, but you know, you see, you hardly see anybody in those other States towards the West. And I feel like there's, I feel like there's gotta be a lot of really cool stuff that way. And I need to start doing, like more research over there because you know i've really been on this funeral home kick too and yeah, yeah. i feel like they just got to be everywhere <laughs> yeah for uh yeah i mean there's got to be a ton of stuff like that like and what is it about funeral homes that like gets you i don't like i don't know it's like seeing i guess the the element of death being there like um a, a lot of funeral homes like the people that the funeral home directors live there too so you get like their house as well as like a whole chapel, the embalming rooms, like, and it's just like the feeling of like, you know, how many people have laid right here, you know, dead. And it's kind of a, yeah. uh, it's kind of like a weird feeling knowing that, you know, one day I'm going to be on one of these tables. You're going to, you're going to be there too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like one day I'm going to be on one of these and it's just, I don't know. It's just a weird feeling being in them and it's just, I don't know. You get, I feel like you get so much out of them and you get a little bit of a story because, and a lot of them, a lot of funeral homes shut down because of shady practices. And yeah, yeah. you know, I've, I saw one where, uh, this kind of scares me about me too, because this guy was, this guy was a tall guy and they went to this funeral home. It was somewhere down in the South. And, um, the guy actually like the funeral home, the embalming guy, like he cut the legs off of this guy cause he was too tall. Oh like God. they cut his legs off to make oh, him fit no, in the casket fit in the coffin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's so bad. That's so fucked up. And what's, oh, no. sorry, that's my dog. It's all good. Dogs will be dogs. <laughs> but yeah, he was like my height. So I'm like, hopefully that doesn't happen to me one day. <laughs> oh my God. But it's like, that's like a real, Oh my God. Yeah. That, that freaks me out. That freaks me out so much. And then a lot of people but don't even like have license, you know, a lot of people like yeah, yeah. open them up and don't even have a real license for it. And it's just like, they don't know what they're doing. So oh they get shut God. down because they, they find these decomposing bodies that have just been sitting there forever. So it's just like, I feel like the funeral home business can be really shady in some areas. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of businesses can be shady, but especially the funeral business, like mm-hmm. people don't even think about that but i mean yeah they're just as fucked up as the people that ran asylums were you know yeah like, exactly it's crazy you know? cutting and people's legs off so and stuff. Cut, <laughs> just chopping them off at the knees make them fit in that casket oh that's so crazy <laughs> so um who are some of your favorite explorers that you've gotten to explore with recently uh recently i've uh i met up with josh explain with josh and mm-hmm. he's he's a really cool he's a really cool guy um obviously steve you know we met we met up with steve together and um i met up with recently uh obsolete voids and decay princess they're from chicago and Mm -hmm. uh i kind of 
really wanted to get some advice from them on like self portraits and stuff like that. Cause they're like, they kill it on the self portraits. Yeah. And, uh, they were actually really cool. They showed me some cool spots over there. And, uh, recently I, uh, well, my friend Explomo that we went to Turkey with, he's actually in America. So we're going to be going around a lot too. So, I mean, I've, I like to meet new people. I mean, you know me, (laughs) I like to meet everybody and, uh, Jeremy, I was hoping to meet up with Jeremy this weekend, but he's in, you know, he's big into music and he had to go on a little tour thing. (laughs) And then, uh, my, my best friend, um, a band in Dallas, I've, me and him have, uh, some trips coming up soon, uh, probably for the South. We are, we've been really focusing on these like little time capsule houses. Um, like I don't, you know, I used to do like a lot of mansions and stuff and I still like them, but most mansions are empty. So yeah, exactly. I like to see places that have a, you know, a real story to them, you know? So mm-hmm. when you have these little tiny homes that just have everything left in them, you can really get a feel of like what happened there. And like this last house that we just went yeah. to this weekend, um, the lady, she actually died in the house on the couch and there's uh, still like some blood stains on the couch. <laughs> and uh Yeah. And I actually have a little bit of a story from that house. <laughs> yeah. um, I left my camera there on accident. I don't know how I did this. <laughs> I don't know what was going through my mind, but I set my camera down, I think to film TikToks. And then I left and my camera was still in the house. <laughs> oh my God. And we, I think we drove around for like three or four hours. And then we, this house was like an hour and a half away from where I was staying. And I get back to the place where I was staying. I open up my bag and I'm like, uh, where's my camera? <laughs> and I don't know how I did this. Like, it's not like me to leave something like this behind, you know, like a $5,000 rig here. And yeah. thank goodness this house is like untouched and nobody really knows about it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Cause like we drove back and it was still sitting right there in the, and it was like, the middle of the night too. And oh my gosh, I was like so terrified the whole time. <laughs> Cause not only would I have lost my whole camera, I would have lost all my footage from recent explorers and yeah, all my photos. And it just would have sucked. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, tell me how, like how you're able to, uh, continue to do this without having a nine to five. Like, are you monetizing TikTok? Like what is, what is that aspect of it looking like for people that are trying to do this full time that are like, I don't know how this is like possible. So, uh, TikTok doesn't really pay as much as, uh, YouTube does. I mean, it mm-hmm. still, it still does pay, but you have to get a substantial amount of views to <laughs> get a decent, you know, paycheck. Like I think, I think 50 million views get you, around $900. So it's kind of a, kind of a lot, you know, but like 50 million views on YouTube would get you $500,000. Um, so, I mean, really it's just been, YouTube has really been the thing for me. I had a video go viral. Um, I think back in March and I've had a few other videos do really well. And, uh, on YouTube, it's all about how many views you accumulate over a month. So all these videos that have done well months ago still get views every month. And when it stays consistent, 
it still pays you. So I've just been kind of blessed that my views have stayed consistently up there so I can keep doing this and my wife, you know, being a flight attendant. So I can travel to all these places. I mean, I can fly in America for free and, um, for me to fly to Europe is like $50. So it's like, Jesus. <laughs> so it's like the YouTube really helps me pay for, you know, the other expenses like hotels and, you know, rental cars and things like that. Um, so it's just been, YouTube has really been the biggest thing for me. I haven't gotten any sponsors yet besides like this, mm. like that are like paying me. Um, and yeah. I feel like that's because, you know, we're doing illegal stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Sure. But uh, yeah, I think anybody that wants to do YouTube and TikTok, I think they should just do it um, because it is a way that you can turn something that you love into a career. And, uh, yeah. you know, later on, I can, if I wanted to stop doing the exploring, I could just go straight to uh, travel videos and it could probably still do just as good. And yeah. uh you know, it's just, I think anybody, anybody that says like they want to start YouTube, but they're so hesitant about it. I'm like, just, just do it. Like you don't have to have a camera. You can just have your phone, like yep. just start, I think. And I think if you put in the effort and you put in the, you make consistent content that you will be successful. Absolutely, man. And you know, the, the thing about YouTube is that if you are a personality like if you have like your unique personality you can really do anything you want once you hit that like certain threshold like I just was talking to a friend of mine on my other podcast project freelance he's a full-time youtuber as well he does like streaming videos and motorcycle content and like all kinds of different things and he said once he hit like 200,000 subscribers that he could literally upload any kind of video and it would do well mm-hmm. and that's that's what it's so, about I mean like you get to that consistent viewership of people that just like you like that's, that's my deal. I want people to like me, like the videos for me and not like the places I go to. Cause sometimes, you know, you don't mm-hmm. always get to go to like the best, best places, yeah. you know? So you want to, you, and you want to, you want every video to do, to do well because you put in a lot of work to go there, you know, trespass and then, <laughs> you know, do all the editing. So sure. you want every video to do well. And I think when you get to that number, if you get past all of the, discouraging you know videos that do bad um i think once you push past all that then you're going to be successful for sure exactly and for you i think i'm gonna i'm not sponsored by this company but i'm trying to be and my friend is currently sponsored by them so i'm, I'm trying to like get in there uh there's a website called shutter.com it's like a horror movie outlet it's like the netflix of horror movies oh that's um, dope <laughs> and yeah yeah i'm trying to get them to sponsor this podcast because i feel like it would tie in so well like spooky scary content and i like they don't have like an affiliate program on their website you have to like mm-hmm. email them and ask for it but i think that somebody like you would be perfect for them you know like oh, i, I think that. like i'll pass on the contact to you because i think that that would be perfect for your channel and 
you know, they they pay out pretty well for for like the amount of views that you're getting. You'd probably do quite well on there. And that would just be, you know, extra passive income for you every every, you know, month or whatever, however often you do a sponsored post for them. So I'll pass that on to you and yeah, you know, hopefully one awesome. day I can also get sponsored by Shutter. It'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. Thank you so much for that. Um Of course. And there's like there's other companies that I've tried to reach out to, but I think what and what like other big YouTubers have told me, like explain with Josh and Steve is that you kind of just got to wait and yeah, um, wait till they reach out to you. And I mean, I can see that, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I really, really want to be sponsored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a watch company that I'm really trying to get sponsored by. Cause I love watches and sure. you know, when you're in a place, you got to know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just got hit up by a watch company that has a built in GPS and really? I was like, this is interesting. Oh, that's sweet. So I'm going to follow up with them and see what that's all about. Because that would be sick. Like, to know where you are and what time it is. Oh, Shit. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if people want to keep following your journey, uh, tell me, tell all of us where we can find you online. Drop your social media. Yeah, so on YouTube, it's just Big Banks with a Z. Uh, TikTok, Big Banks with a Z. And Instagram, Unfortunately, I have to has to be a little different there. It's big X banks with a Z at the end. And yeah, if anybody wants to follow along on my journeys, I have a lot more crazy stuff coming in the future. Wow, what an incredible way to catch up with somebody that I've not only gotten to interview before, but I've since gotten to explore with. I got to meet big banks uh, several months ago in Nashville and we met up with Steve Ronan and abandoned Nashville and we went and explored a couple of different abandoned places. If you want to check those explorations out, they're on their channels as well as the No Tracers channel on YouTube. Super fun explorations. I have like a hour long video of us exploring this abandoned school that got hit by a tornado and it's insane. It's absolutely chaotic. Super cool. Thank you guys for listening to No Tracers. Once again, if you guys want to get a discount at liquiddeath.com, use code just the letter K. If you guys want to continue to support what I'm doing, you can pick up some merch at just the letter K.com slash no tracers, or you can join the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And I will be doing Zoom calls and all kinds of cool stuff in 2022. If you want to come on the No Tracers podcast, please DM me at no.tracers on Instagram and we'll get you on the show. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.